This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. So happy Father's Day. Amen. I want to honor all of the fathers. And you know, when there's various uh, means of, of fathers, there's young fathers, there's older fathers, uh, you know, there's fathers that maybe you did not have any natural children, but you've been spiritual fathers, uh, examples to, to men, young uh, and old, you know, God appointed, I believe, from God that, you know, there's there's fathers that maybe uh, you were raised by a father that, you know, was uh, raised you in church. Some you were not raised in church. Some maybe your father came to the Lord a lot later in life, which that was my case. My father came very, very late uh, to the Lord, and, uh, uh, and Pastor Bruce and I actually led uh, him and uh, my mother to the Lord, so we were already walking and serving God. So there's many ways, you know, and, and but we want to say, you know, happy Father's Day to all the fathers, you know. <clears throat> I want to especially honor, you know, my baby love. He said, you don't need to say that, do you? But anyway, uh, he, he is a, a blessed man of God, been a godly example excuse me, have been a godly example, not a perfect father. I don't believe we have any perfect fathers except our heavenly father, amen. But he has been a very godly father and a father that has always chased after God and only wanted his children and all of those that have have been attached or maybe have considered him a father example he's only wanted them to know the father's love and that's what he has always chased after I have a son that has five children that he's a father to and and also has many challenges and lies but he loves God and loves his children you know I have a son in love uh, Dan uh, my uh uh, Melissa's husband, who's a very patient, loving man. I really wanted to say that about him. It's, you know, taken on a, a, a second group of, of children that were all teenagers at the time. He's a very patient man. I just, I had to put that in, Dan. And then, of course, we had, both our parents went on to be with the Lord many, many, many years ago. Uh, but we do have Papa Fred. Uh, that's what we call him, Bruce's stepfather, a very loving loving gracious man and you know we've had many men in our lives of coming up along especially when we became uh, Christians that I believe served as father roles in the different stages of our lives you know there were different pastors in our life that I believe showed a very good godly father example and uh, we were very blessed. I can't. I couldn't name all of them because then I would feel bad if I left any of those out. Uh, but I do want to mention our current pastor, Pastor Stephen Vickers, who's actually been our pastor for thirty plus years, and um, uh, and has also been an earthly uh, father example 
uh, to us and to our family, and I just wanted to acknowledge uh, them. Amen. But there's so many fathers, and I know that many of you might could say, you know, that, well, maybe I didn't have or didn't even know who my father was, but, you know, when we know God, we're never fatherless. We always have had Father God. And also, God will send people across your path and into your life to be that example, that Father Godly example. And I'm so, so thankful uh, for that. Amen. You know, the job of an earthly father is to model the love and the ways of our Heavenly Father. That's his first priority, okay? You know, we're all human, we're all going to mess up and make mistakes, you know, but thank God we have God to go to and God to first be our example. And that's a very high calling, to follow God and then try to give that example away to your children and to your children's children, amen? It's a very high calling. Even if you didn't even have this in your life, like I said, maybe you weren't raised in a godly home. Maybe you came to the Lord later in life or, or maybe your family came to the Lord later in life. But regardless, you can start today, right here, right now, you can follow God and you can make sure that your children will follow God. Amen. Now listen, there's going to be times in life where maybe our children go this direction, they go that direction, but God's word is true and always faithful. You know, that when we raise them up and we've taught them and we've put in their hearts the word of the Lord, that they will follow God. Even if they wander off, we've got the promise that they will always come back to God. Amen. And that's what I hold on to. So you can start today, even if you did not have that modeled in your life, you can begin to trust God and lead as an example and then show others um, about what Father God uh, has given us as example. Because remember, fathers, as fathers, you are lifetime guides. Whether we like, like you, whether you like it or not, you are a lifetime guide. You're always going to be guiding your children, your family, and others. You know uh, th- that that have looked up to you or that are looking uh, to you. You're always going to be that lifetime guide. Fathers always want the best for their kids. It doesn't mean that they always will do right choices. We messed up. We'll still mess up until Jesus comes. But thank God we've got God to help us. Amen. But fathers want the best for their kids, and that's what they always have in mind. They want to show uh, their children how to make wise decisions. And they also want to hopefully help their children to learn from maybe some decisions that that weren't so wise that they made. And sometimes kids go, well, don't tell me all about your mistakes. But the reason they're doing this, the reason they want you to know is because they're trying to help you from maybe you won't get so many boo-boos and so many black and blues, that they're trying to help you and to save you. That's what a parent does. That's what a father does. A father's trying to say, look, I did this, but you know what? There's a better way, you know. So fathers want their children to do right, to be blessed, and, and, and to, to make wise choices. And if they get on to you, it's only because why? Because they love you, and they want you to make better choices. Amen? 
They want to, fathers want to teach their sons how to become strong and to protect their siblings and their family, how to honor God more than anything and first and foremost in their lives. They want to teach their daughters how to excel in every good way. They want to show love to their daughters so that someday they will see the example of how they should be treated. Amen. And that is so, so important. In other words, fathers are meant to guide their children. They're meant to guide their entire family. This doesn't mean that they will or have done it perfectly, but they're trying their best. And someday, when we're young, see, you know, we think our parents sometimes, they don't know nothing. They, you know, oh my gosh, they just don't know. They, you know, won't let me do this. And then we hate them. Then we're going to run away and we're going to leave. And then someday we get a little older and we realize, you know what? Our parents were pretty smart. They really did know a lot, you know. And now that I'm growing up, boy, oh boy, I wished I would have listened more when I was younger. So remember, you know, fathers are meant to guide their children and their family. They're not always going to do it perfect. Okay? And some, you might say, even as mature adults, you might say, well, my father made lots of mistakes, or I don't even know who my father was. Well, but praise God, you know Father God. And Father God will make up all the difference. And you know what, too? He'll help you even to look at your father, what you thought was so messed up, or that he made so many bad mistakes. He'll help you to see, you know what? There's still something in there you could learn. There's still something you can glean. No matter how bad he messed up, there was something you could glean out of his life if we'll look through God's eyes. See, because, you know, with God, love always believes the best. Love is pure in heart. Love sees God in his truth in everything. See, when we'll look to God, he'll help us whether we need to forgive our father, whether we need to maybe realize, you know what? He wasn't perfect. He made mistakes. I'm making mistakes. I will make mistakes. But God is there to help us all. You know, thank God that ain't nobody in here that's perfect. Thank God that there's nobody in here that's never going to mess up or make a mistake. Or you couldn't even say you didn't make a mistake already today. You know, whether you're 10 or 90. We all have and we all will make mistakes. But thank God we have a loving, forgiving father that says, but you know what, I'll help you with tomorrow. And tomorrow we'll get up and start over again, and tomorrow we can do better. So let's just remember also, too, that all of our fathers or examples that maybe God has put in your life are all at all different levels in the Lord. Know God at different times or different ways or not at the same level. So they're maybe not going to know to tell you some things or to help you in some areas. But we have grace to give, amen, if we'll let God give us that grace. God will help us. Uh, and to also know that regardless, like I said, of when your father received God in their lives also depends on how much you knew of God or how much of an example. And sometimes you have to have a little mercy and grace for that also. But let's trust God because God is always the best example that we could ever have. You know, 
But let's also be careful, too, not to try to compare. Well, you know, so-and-so had a perfect father. Nobody has a perfect father. Nobody had a perfect mother. Nobody has a perfect family. Nobody has a perfect life. God didn't even have a perfect family. Amen? They're messed up all the time and messing up still. But thank God he's a loving daddy. And he's always right there with his arms open wide saying, It's all right. Let's, let's do better tomorrow. Amen? Fathers are leaders. Aside from being a lifetime God, fathers are, always, are also tasked to lead their families into loving one another, into respecting one another, respecting others, and most especially, hopefully, in a devotion to God, of following God. Amen? Throughout the Bible, God appoints men to be responsible and to lead their households. He taught them to lead them in devotion and service to God. But even if they didn't, if you're seeking, God will lead you. Amen? And God will help you. And maybe you'll be the one to help lead your father to the Lord. Amen? But remember, God is always right there with us and helping us. In Genesis 18, 19, it says, For I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised him and we live in the promises of Abraham. Amen. Everything in the Bible is yes and amen. That means so be it. It is for you and it is for me. In Joshua 24 and 15, in the NIV, it says, But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Hopefully that's what you will say as a father. And if not, you can start today by declaring that scripture over your life and over your household. Joshua 24, 15. In Ephesians 6, 4, it says, Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Ephesians 6, 4. You know, a lot of times we can live in the yesterdays, or oh me, or what the mistakes that everybody's made, or what the mistakes I have made. But you know what? You can never go forward if we're always looking backward. A car that sits in park will never take you anywhere. Sooner or later, you've got to quit living in the rearview mirror, look straight out the windshield, put it in drive, and get going. And start today to say, you know what? Today is another day. Today, either I forgive my father and I get up and go on, or today I realize that my father maybe didn't have all of the tools. My father went through a lot and struggled. Maybe you're saying, well, you know what? There's been mistakes that I feel that I've made as a father. Well, just get up. Let's start today and make it a new day. Let's not live in the past. You know, this very passage clearly says that fathers should always direct their children and their household to follow and serve God. So it's not just for the current generation, but it's for all the generations to come. You may be sitting there and thinking, well, you know, I don't know now. It might be too late for him. No, it's never too late. 
It says that we can declare that our children and our grandchildren to a thousand generations will walk with God and serve God all the days of their life. And even if you don't have an earthly father right now, maybe he left the earth early, or like I said, maybe you didn't have a relationship with your father. You always have God. And remember, you're never fatherless when we have Father God. And he will, I believe, God will send men in your lives to be godly examples, to be a father example here on this earth. He is so faithful to do that. You know, fathers are living examples. Fathers really have a hard job, you know. They really do because so much is required of them and they carry so much weight on their shoulders because they're so concerned about wanting to provide for their children, provide for their family, do what's right, you know, keep it balanced, work a job. You know, um, if, if they, you know, have time, they want to try to take off time and be with their kids. And we're not, like I said, when we're young, we don't see that. All we see are all the mistakes and the boo-boos that our parents make. We don't see what they're trying to do. You know, we don't see all the sacrifices that have gone into them just so that they could try to spend time with you. You know, and seeing a lot of times it's not all about the stuff we do. It's about having time with our Father or having time with one another. That is so important. See, sometimes we got to try to think, well, if I buy them this and I buy them that and we stay busy doing this, you know, then they're going to love me. No, real love is just saying, you know what, I'd like to still do those things, but the most important thing is I just want to be with you. Just like our Father, our Heavenly Father says, I just want to be with you. It's not all about you running around always doing stuff for me and trying to impress me. God says, I just want you to be with me. I just want you to receive my love and let me love you back. Amen? Sometimes it's so simple, but yet we complicate it so much. Amen? (laughs) Most often than not, we learn by copying those that we see, especially copying our fathers. Amen? That is how we learn. We copy. Even when they're very little, they start imitating, whether it be their fathers, whether it be, you know, one another. Uh, They run around copying and imitating one another. That's how we learn. How do we do that with Father God? Imitate. We imitate our Father, our Heavenly Father, just like here on the earth. We imitate his love. We imitate his mercy and his goodness. Amen. That's how we learn. A lot of times we don't realize this, but you're copying. And those that God has put into your lives to be examples, we're copying them. But we've been copying our parents all of our lives. And hopefully we will continue. That doesn't mean that as you grow up, you become your own person. But still, there are certain things you go, you know, you know, we do that because we always did that. Or we did that when I was young. Or that was a tradition. Or that was something in our family. We're copying things that brought memories or brought good things um, in our lives. Amen? Uh, that is because um, our fathers are lifetime guides and leaders. So when we grow and we learn, 
not just by our experience, we're learning by watching and imitating. Amen? But also that we're looking and trying to copy Father God, but our fathers are being Father God in our lives, especially when we're young. That, as a father, should be your priority, that you're imitating God first, and then go and be father to your children. But let them know about the Father's love. That's the most, most important thing that you could ever, ever do to your ch- child. In 1 Kings 15 and 11, it says that when the time drew near for David to die, he gave charge to Solomon, his son. I'm about to go the way of all the earth, he said, so be strong and act like a man. And observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him and keep his decree and commands, his laws and regulations as written in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may prosper in all you do, wherever you go, and that the Lord may keep his promise to me. If your descendants watch how they live, if they walk faithfully before me with all their heart and soul, you will never fail to have a successor on the throne of Israel. You know, in 1 Kings 15, 11, uh, it also talks about where Asa did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, as his father David had done. This means that the fathers have responsibility to set a good example for their families. One that brings, to set good example, one that brings their children and their household closer to God. Just how David did. Just how David had set an example to Asa. Fathers also need to be the first in their household to be the doers in the serving of God so that their families can see and follow. See, so that they're able to say, I'm following Father God. I'm trying to follow him the best that I can. And then I want you to do the same. And someday when you grow up and become a father, you're going to say, I'm following God. And I'm following examples from my father. And now I want you to follow me. It won't always be perfect. It won't always look perfect. But thank God we have a loving God. Nearing his death, David gave his son Solomon a command to be strong and to what? Act like a man. Not just that, he also told him to walk in obedience to God and to keep his decrees and commands. Likewise, as a father, you can take this passage and encourage yourself as fathers And declare, I'm going to be an example. I'm going to be a good example to my family and to those that God has sent across my path. And also to remind them to obey God and keep his commands. That's the best legacy you could leave your children. Obey God. Follow God. Do what God says. Do what he says with all of your heart. You know... The father disciplines those that he loves. In Proverbs 3, 11, and 12, it says, My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke 
because the Lord disciplines those he loves as the father, the son he delights in. See, you know, when we're young, we think that discipline is harsh or that our parents don't love us. When we get older and God corrects us, we get all worked up and bent out of shape. So it's a natural thing. But guess what? You know what love does? Love corrects. Love chastens. Love lets you know that's not right. That is wrong. Love tries to teach you the better way. Love will keep you safe. And how do we keep safe? Do you want the little child to run out in the middle of the road so you're afraid to yell at them or spank them so you let them run in the road? Would it be better for them to get hit or to get disciplined? Why? Because you love them. You want to protect them. You know. So the next time your parent, you know, or someone God's put in your life, an elder maybe tries to correct you or share some information that they feel that would be helpful, you know, or as a child, don't get all upset when your parents correct you. Go, you know what? Thank God my parent loves me. Because if they didn't, they wouldn't say nothing. They'd do whatever I wanted to do. So thank God for the father's discipline. Excuse me. Hopefully this will be encouragement for fathers, for young men. Amen. In 1 John chapter 2, verses 12 through 14, uh, in the, um, I think it was the NIV or NLT, I'm not sure. But anyway, I'm writing to you, dear children, because your sins have been forgiven on account of his name. I am writing to you, fathers. Because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, dear children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong. And the word of God lives in you, and you have overcome the evil one. This passage encourages fathers and young men alike to what? Always stay strong in the Lord. And in, his, in the response, we should do what the Bible says. Because when we follow God and honor God and obey him, things will go well with us. When we honor our parents, it teaches us. Honor your parents, because when you do, things will go well. You will live long on this earth, and you will be blessed. So we honor our Father God, and we honor our parents, amen, and honor that those that God has put into our lives. You know, fathers are a gift to us from God, and we should honor them and celebrate them through this special day, but not just this special day. We need to honor them always, every day. We need to honor our fathers and those who have been like fathers or examples in our lives like fathers. And let us share with them what God wants to say through his word. The legacy, what a legacy a father leaves, the most greatest legacy of all, is about following God. Honoring God. Honor your parents. In Joel 1.3, it says, tell your children about it in the years to come. And let your children tell their children. Pass the story down from generation to generation. 
That is the most precious thing that we could ever do and ever leave our kids. It's not about a lot of money. It's not leaving them uh, gold and jewels and houses and land. The most important thing is to leave them the legacy of God, of following God and showing them that no matter what, God is first in my life and God will always be my priority. <clears throat> Excuse me, in closing... I'm going to read this, uh, 1 Corinthians 4, verses 14 through 17. Oh, how a man can learn to be, good, be a good father, even when they didn't have a good example. Even when you didn't have a good example, you can learn from your father God. In 1 Corinthians, it says, I'm not writing these things to shame you, but to warn you as my beloved children. For even if you had 10,000 others to teach you about Christ, you have only one spiritual father. For I became your father in Christ Jesus when I preached the good news to you. So I urge you to imitate me. That's why I have sent Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord. He will remind you of how I follow Christ, just as I teach in all of the churches wherever I go. God wants his fathers to imitate him so that then their children will imitate him. And when they're imitating their father, they're imitating Father God. Oh, how precious. And you go, oh, but it's so hard, and I've messed up so much. It's all right. God's a good God. God's a forgiving God, a merciful God. And like I said, God's always saying, let's start tomorrow. Let's do better tomorrow. Amen. As Pastor Ron comes... You know, also, I'm just going to give you these scriptures. Uh, you know, the blessing um, of a man who fears the Lord, you can look over in Psalms 112, verses 1 through 10. And also, uh, talking about the blessing, um, um, well, I had another one, sorry. But anyway, Psalms 112, 1 through 10 talks about the blessings that comes on a man who fears the Lord. I encourage men to read that, 112. 1 through 10. Um, and actually, also, I think there's some more over in Psalms 128, verses 1 through 6. You know, maybe you're listening today and, and you go, well, maybe I don't know this Father God that you talk about. Maybe you're watching live. Maybe you're going to tune in later on Facebook or YouTube or watch on the podcast. And you go, but I don't know this Father God that you talk about. Or maybe I didn't really have that example. Or maybe I did, but I've gotten away from God myself. I feel like I've had so many things pull and I've messed up so many times that I kind of walked away from God. Well, guess what? Today's a good day to start anew, to start afresh. You know, so I would first like to pray for maybe fathers or fathers-to-be or, or men that you believe that God's called you to use you in other men's lives. But I especially want to speak first to the ones that say, I don't know this Father God in this intimate way. I don't know him as Father. I don't know him as Daddy. I've heard about God. I believe there's a God, but I've never really on purpose invited him into my life and said be Lord of my life so I'd like for those that would like that to repeat this prayer after me and just say dear Lord 
Come into my life. Be Lord of my life. Take charge of my life. And from this day forward, I will follow you. I will cry out, you are Lord of my life. I believe that you died on the cross for all of my sins and failures. And today, I've received you into my life. And today is a new beginning. Today, I get to start all over. Today, I get to walk with you. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. And if you said that prayer, and you can contact us, whether it be through Facebook or go on the website and let us know, and we'd be glad to share some information to help you in your walk with Father God. And what a best, what a wonderful gift to give to yourself and to give to those around you, but to receive Father God, your Heavenly Father, on Father's Day. To come into your life and be Lord of your life. Maybe you've struggled. Maybe you're saying, you know, I've I've struggled being a father. I've, I, I've, I've messed up. I've made mistakes. I'm, I feel like I'm under so much pressure to always do, do right, do it right, do it right, do it perfect. You know, I believe God wants to give you some rest and peace in that today. Because if you'll just say, God, I give it all over to you. I give them over to you. And then just ask, Father, I need you to help me to be a better father. So, Father, right now, I just pray for fathers all over, those that are in this house, Father, those that are watching and those that will be watching and listening. God, we declare godly father wisdom to come upon your fathers that are seeking you, Father, and that have walked with you, God, and that have been faithful, but that are still striving, God, to want to please you. And to want to be that example to their family and to those that are attached to them. I speak of peace over all your fathers right now, young and old. Spiritual fathers. I speak peace and wisdom, strength, super on their natural. Wisdom, God, to begin to come upon their lives that are even beyond their years, God, that things that are going to become clear now that had even been a little bit confusing I speak over clarity clarity and speak over their household those that have combined families where the children live with them sometimes and the children live with the with the other parent I just declare speak in uh, uh, peace and unity right now and I bind up that spirit of strife and division that tries to come in between these families that God and if they're not seeking you and don't follow you that God they'll come to you they'll come back to you that God they'll raise their children up in the things of God we just thank you right now we thank you for praying for those that have lost fathers maybe recently I declare peace and comfort right now over them, God. Peace and comfort. Send people across their paths, God. 
to love on them, encourage them in the precious name of Jesus. We just thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. I'll tell you, God is such a good, good God. And we want you to know today, fathers, that you're special to God. You're special to us. And if there's anything that we can do here at Passion Church to help you with your relationship or help you in your walk with God, contact us. Call the church. Go on mypassion.church to Alex City Campus. You can send private messages that way. You can uh, go on the Facebook page and send a private message. But let us help you if we can in any way. And we just want to once again say happy Father's Day to all of the fathers. And we love you all so much. And have a blessed day. And remember, if your father is still here, to call him, love on him. Or if there's someone or someones that have been examples to you, let them know how much you appreciate that father godly example that they have led and wish them happy father's day and let them know that you love them amen and for any the children that are in here listen to your parents all you children young and old listen to your parents because someday you're going to be a parent and you're going to wish that your kids would listen to you so listen to your parents honor your mom and dad be good to them if you can, take them out. If you're not old enough, maybe you can cook something for them. If not, just hug on them real tight and be good to them. Amen. So, Father, we just thank you, God, today for our fathers. We thank you most of all, Father, for you. God, we thank you for your love. We thank you so much for being our Heavenly Father. We thank you so much for being so full of mercy and grace and love in our lives in times when we've messed up and we've fallen down. But God, you've always been there. Your arms have always been opened wide. I thank you, God, today that there's been healing and peace and even in people that maybe have been hurt by, you know, uh, uh, their father or they didn't know who their father was. I declare right now that healing and wholeness comes to hearts and lives today. That, God, you surround them up and once and for all pour in your healing oil into their hearts and their lives. And, God, send people across their path. And, God, let them be reminded today that they're never fatherless because they always have you. We thank you, God, today for your love and for holding us in your arms. And we thank you for touching each and every person, everyone that's listening now. And listening later, that God, they'll know how much their Father God loves them. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. God bless you, and we'll see you back here next week. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.